This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. People badmouth me about my terrible nose job. I felt bad about your terrible nose job. Welcome back to Bravo Breaking News with Kim and Lisa. This week on The Real Housewives of New Jersey, the girls are fighting. They're coming for nose jobs. They're coming for outfits. And to top it all off, Melissa has a complete breakdown. So whose side do you think we're on? Stick around to find out and make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any Bravo Breaking News. So the episode starts um, with a little back and forth between Teresa and Louie and Melissa and Joe. Teresa and Louie are prepping for their love bubble housewarming party. And of course, the conversation is about each other. How many times did you tell you to yourself? Oh, I don't know. Countless times. Teresa kind of shares with Louie how she feels that Louie's family treats her way better than her own family actually treats her. It's like your family's so wonderful to me. And here's my family and he's causing this circus. And Louie is kind of once again being the voice of reason, telling her, you know, maybe to understand where Joe's coming from, seeing as Melissa's family was close to Teresa's parents. They had a relationship. They're very close. Um, and he's probably right about that. Okay. You know? I don't know. Once again, Louis is really trying to, I feel like, you know, keep the peace between the family. But Teresa kind of fires back saying that Louis's family wasn't even invited to Antonia's Sweet 16. So it's kind of tit for tat at this point. Total tit for tat. But also, Louis's family has not been in Joe and Melissa's lives for, you know, 18 years like Teresa has known Melissa's family for a long long time and Joe and Melissa haven't known Louie's family for that long so I don't know that you can you know it's not really comparing apples to apples but I I think Teresa you know they're all just kind of being like nitpicky about every little thing now, then we get sort of this juxtaposed scene of Joe and Melissa at their construction site house, um, which we all know they're now moved into. And the whole time, I just am wondering when are these Dementor chandeliers going to arrive? And Melissa actually mentioned them, which made me really excited. But, you know, she says that her words from the podcast are being twisted. You know, she wasn't meaning literally that they put food on the table. It was more a figure of speech and... You know, she was saying Joe wasn't able to work. He was able to do this show because, you know, we were around to kind of be a part of it. And that in turn, you know, helped him stay afloat for the girls. But, you know, Joe has thoughts. I just feel like everything on our side, she kicks out. And he's like, not inviting your family to the wedding, not having it was a bridesmaid was a big like F you, you mean nothing. Um, he feels like Teresa has Louis' family, so she doesn't need Joe and Melissa anymore. And he doesn't feel welcome in Teresa's new life. I feel like this is, again, Joe playing the victim. Because in 100%. 100%, we see Teresa calling Joe 
to make peace. Teresa's calling me, okay? And it's kind of giving Kathy Hilton, which is why I'm wearing my Kathy Comes in Peace sweatshirt. <laughs> Teresa's trying to come in peace. Louis kind of trying to push her along. And so she calls Joe to actually invite him and Melissa to the Love Bubble housewarming party. And it is not received well. She calls him and he's like, what's up? What's up? Like he he doesn't care when actually she's all he talks about. So let's give her some time to, you know, explain her her side of things. And, um, you know, she basically says, so do you want to make peace? You want to make peace? And I don't know. I'm not buying his response. Peace, yeah, peace. Finita. What did you think? Yeah, so Joe immediately is like, yes, done. Finito, we're done. Like, let's move forward. Uh, but then, and Teresa's like, okay, great. Um, you know, and Joe's like, I don't want to talk about the past. I don't want to talk about the issues again because they just get us angry. And Teresa said something really funny, which was, yeah, my therapist always says not to talk about the past. And it's like, um, isn't that what therapy is all about? <laughs> it's talking to Yeah, don't you like your dish through your past to uncover your problems, like your current problems? That's like the definition of therapy. But anyway, <laughs> so I'm not sure who she's seeing, but, um, you know, it does seem like she's making progress in some areas. Um so then she's like, okay, great. Well, are you guys going to come to the love bubble party? And he's like, I don't know. So it's like he's already, you know, flip-flopping on his word, which is just super frustrating. And they're still, to this day, talking about the comment of putting food on the table. Teresa mm -hmm. just did an interview with Access Hollywood this week where she basically says, the show was called Teresa Checks In. So if anything, I put food on their table. And honestly, no lies detected. W what was no, your response to that clip? I mean, I, I think she is taking it quite literally, but, you know, it's clear that you know, she's still holding on to stuff and that she's not wrong. Not wrong. So then we kind of, you know, move move on to the next scene, which is, um, or we go to lunch with Rachel and Jen Fessler. Um, these two, you know, kind of hit it off right away. I find this Thank whole you. thing, like, annoying. What's annoying? You, your Why body, you your whole thing. Jen thinks Rachel is super annoying because she's got a great body, although it sounds like Rachel works very hard for it. Um, but, you know, they they seem to have a newfound friendship in the works. And that's always nice to see. I loved this scene. I'm actually loving Jen Fessler. I love that bitch, Jen Fessler. I mean, every episode we get like some really fun comedic moments from her. Um, and she's bringing like this lightness to the show that again, not to bring up Kathy, but um, she's kind of giving Kathy Hilton vibes, you know, like bringing a fresh, fun lightness to the show that definitely isn't there with all this family drama. So I appreciate her. I appreciate her saying that she wasn't going to share her pizza. I don't, I don't, I'm not into that. I mean, she's kind of just like vibes, honestly, like I'm loving Jen Fessler. <laughs> totally. And then we got that flashback of her shove, like literally shoveling the mutts, mutts in her mouth. But at this point, everything, like, 
she couldn't do it fast enough when she was watching that fight. Um, but, you know, they talked about the mozzarella party and how Jennifer Aiden was kind of coming in hot. She, we learned that Jen Aiden called Rachel after the party. She calls me. She's like, hey, I hope I didn't offend you by like bringing up your nose job. And then that kind of turned into Jen talking about Dolores. I don't think she realizes that like I'm very friendly with Dolores. And Rachel was like, yo, I've known Dolores and Frank for a long time and like I don't want to be a part of this so she kind of shut it down like I don't want any part of this what do you make of this this is like rubbing me the wrong way I mean Jen already rubs me the wrong way but it's kind of it kind of seems like she's reaching out to these newbies to try to collect more allies on her and Teresa's side so she's calling Rachel about the nose job and then Jen Fessler also says she called her Jen called me no for a mm -hmm. therapist referral which okay you know these ladies are new you met them maybe you want to get to know them a little more and form a connection but she's calling these ladies and starting more feuds so she's talking to jen fessler about margaret margaret is why jen fessler is on the show so of right. course jen is not going to immediately turn and side with jen over margaret her longtime friend yeah that was really weird like did Jen forget that Margaret is the reason Fessler is around? It was just kind of like, I don't know what you expect from this. But, um, you know, she's like, Jen's got some big balls. Huge balls. Like, not attractive. Like, it's getting gross. She is pretty funny. And, you know, then we get hit with Rachel has has a couple of, like, back-to-back -back zingers. She's like, if there's a red flag a-waving, there's a parade a-coming. They're talking about Jen. And then she also says, like, Jealousy is a disease. Get well soon, Jennifer Aiden. So I just loved that, you know, she was kind of coming hard with these one-liners. And so she said that, and I immediately was like, this is a Housewives tagline. I'm like, was this Jen's tagline? Like, is that what she's referencing? And so I Googled it, and it was Meredith Mark's tagline. Jealousy is a disease to which I say, get well soon. Which is kind of crazy. So, I mean, maybe means that Rachel is a Housewives fan, which makes me love her even more. I mean, yeah, it's also like it's not an uncommon phrase, but that is pretty funny. I mean, that you've stored that in the vaults of your memory. I'm not surprised. Yeah, I mean, you know, common phrases, housewife taglines, you know. I, I, I tend to uh, <laughs> only remember the taglines. So then we get to the love bubble party. Let's just dive into love bubble. Love, love, love. Their house looks amazing. Like their backyard looked I agree. Gorgeous. So happy for them on that. Um, of course, the the drama is that Joe doesn't want to go and he like has this totally victim centric explanation to Melissa while she's getting her makeup done. He's like, she didn't put you in a wedding. She sat us at another table. That's what makes her happy. She keeps family away from her. I don't want to feel uncomfortable in my own family's home. I don't want to fake it. You know, and then we have Teresa saying like, Listen, I'm hurt that he's not coming. Like, he's missing these big milestones. He missed my 50th birthday. He is missing this party. Like, it's now it's just no after no. And, you know, 
after a while, like she's going to stop asking him if he continues to just not accept those invitations. You know, her her daughters, daughters, I can't say it as well as you do. Um, they say they just want her to be happy. It's just like they show no happiness for you. Like my mom is finally like, met the guy of her dreams. Like it's her happy day. It seems like they genuinely like Louie and um, their, you know, new stepbrothers. So, and Melissa's just like, listen, I'm, she's not glad that Joe isn't going because one, she doesn't want to be there alone, but two, she's like, this is just going to be the next thing that Teresa decides to hold over his head. And she's totally right. She's totally right. And this is just like another example of how it's less about Melissa and Louie, and it really is Teresa and Joe. Teresa invited mm -hmm. Joe. He doesn't want to come. That's on him. Melissa's coming, and Teresa seems happy that Melissa's coming, um, but it's totally Teresa and Joe, and I don't know. I, I don't think it's the spouses that are really egging, you know, egging this fight along. So we see people arriving to the love bubble party. They're bringing gifts and Jen Aiden brings her this tree, this golden tree. Um, and Teresa just has another Teresa moment. And she's like, I'm tree. Get it? I'm tree. it's the tree of life. Get it? Cause I'm tree. Like that was just, <laughs> that cracked me up. Like we get it. Your tree. And it's a tree. I don't think that was lost on anybody. Oh, she was so genuinely excited, too. I loved it. And so we also get kind of the ladies starting to mingle. And, you know, a couple of feuds start brewing at the party. We see Marge talking with Jen Fessler. And they're talking about Jen Aiden because, you know, she called Jen Fessler to talk shit about Margaret. And, you know... Marge basically says Jen wants all this attention from the ladies because she's not getting it at home. And again, I said it last week, it tracks. We saw that dinner between Jen and Bill, and it didn't really seem like she was too happy. Their relationship seems like a little bit one-sided to me. He's not home. She's not getting the support that she needs. So kind of makes sense. Yeah. I, I agree, and it's it's kind of sad, but I, I think it is it is the case. Um, so then we see a super awkward moment between Melissa and Gia and Gabriella. How are you guys? I feel like I haven't seen you. And at first, I was kind of holding my breath because I was like, oh, shit, is Gia just going to, like, let Melissa have it right now? Um, but she didn't. You know, the girls were very gracious and... You know, it was, but it was definitely awkward. It was definitely a little forced. I have finals tomorrow. You so do? I guess I. Melissa was like, I miss you guys. And they were like, we miss, we miss, you know, the kids. Um, and then we get her, Gia saying that like when her mom and Joe fight, it always affects the kids. Every time my mom and Zio Joe have drama, automatically the kids get separated like a wall just goes up and so the cousins you know kind of stop talking and hanging out and that sucks um i think that that's like the collateral damage that they need to be thinking about and it's like you don't want these cousins to grow up distantly just because you know the parents are fighting so 
I don't know. I hope that they can can put that aside someday. But um, I was so annoyed at how Melissa was like, you know, I know they have hate for me. Because I truly love the girls deep down inside. And I know that they have hate for us. I know they do. And I just thought that was really messed up to like say that. Like they're kids and you're like putting those words in their mouth. Like I, hate is such a strong word to me. And it's like, I'm sure they don't hate you. I think that they're just defending their mother as any kid would and you know it's a complicated situation but just like I don't know to say that out loud just really rubbed me the wrong way I see where you're coming from but like honestly uh, I don't think Melissa's wrong I think that the girls are have kind of turned on Melissa and Joe and they can see it they can feel it I think we learned that they haven't seen them or maybe before the party for six months. Um, at least Joe hasn't. So I don't know. I didn't take that necessarily as bad as you did because I kind of think it's the truth. Um, but, you know, at least I'm glad they're being civil and maybe Melissa showing up to the party will really maybe turn their turn the tides a little bit as far as their relationship mm -hmm. with her and the kids. Um, so... Then we get to the speech. We have a speech. You want to come up here? No. They'll, they'll help you get up here. Get, get, get. Which is a little bit cringeworthy. So, you know, we have Louie getting up on the grill to make a speech. Uh, <laughs> Teresa needs help because she's not wearing any underwear. I have no underwear on. No, 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 no. And, you know, they basically say, thank you all for coming. You guys are our chosen family. You guys are our chosen family. <laughs> And we wouldn't want anybody else to be here when Joe is obviously absent. And then we see, we hear somebody in the background saying, we miss you, Joe. We miss you, Joe. And I was with you. I thought it was Bill. But then somebody is now saying on social media that it was Louie. I don't know. We don't see who says that, which is kind mm -hmm. of confusing to me. Yeah, I mean, it was definitely... <laughs> It's like, I don't know if it was just kind of a flippant comment or if it was meant to be a dig, but I, I definitely would have felt felt a little hurt by that too. So Melissa goes, you know, she's crying and she has a meltdown. And um, once again, we hear like, I, I was the one who was, or we were the one who, ones who were there for the girls when Teresa was away, I was driving them to dance, you know, and I just want to know what the truth is. And it's like, do we need to get showed? Joe Giudice up in here to answer the question like were Joe and Melissa around or not I, I I need to know we need to know I feel like we need to ask Joe Giudice to uncover the truth here because I don't know I literally cannot hear this we put food on the table thing like one more time <laughs> before I freak out I just need the truth um but I don't know I did you think that Melissa's reaction was genuine? I thought it was like a little over the top. I think it was. I think it was genuine the moment that I think maybe she ran with it a little bit. But it, it seemed, you know, she was kind of, I feel like she was kind of hurt. Um. So then in the background, we have Jackie versus Danielle, um, you know, kind of brewing. And as we saw last week, Jackie looked Danielle up and down, and Danielle didn't invite her to the matzah party, and Melissa told her about this. So Melissa lets Jackie know, and Jackie's basically fine with it. I'm not even mad. 
that because I'll tell you, she is a horrible dresser. And she wore those hamper shorts two weeks in a row. And again, like, that's kind of a low blow and obviously has nothing to do with the show. You're judging somebody about how they dress, which is not, I don't know. I think Jackie needs to get a life um, and, and get off the show because if she thinks this is bringing something, it's not. Um, so yeah, I don't know. And then Danielle confronts her about it. I have to jump in. Is this appropriate or does it look like it came out of a dirty no, hand? Oh my God, Danielle just like went right over. She's like, I hear my name. Here's the difference between me and you. She starts going off on Jackie with her hands doing this and Jackie's like, all right. You just get your hands out of my face, thanks. Which made me laugh because it is like the number one housewives trigger of all time. Like hands in the face, never gonna end well. Um, so I thought that was kind of funny. Thankfully, you know, no violence ensued like it has before on <clears throat> Potomac. But, you know, there's definitely this, I think Danielle is just as triggered by Jackie as you are, Kim. So, <laughs> so there's that going on. We also have the Marge versus Jen of it all. Oh my God. Marge versus Jen Aiden once again. So Marge calls Jen Aiden out, of course, for calling Jen Fessler. But I'm very offended that she called Jen Fessler to complain about me. And Jen Aiden does not hold back. You know, she's basically saying that on the phone, Jen Fessler did not defend Marge. On that phone call, Jen Fessler was not defending Margaret at all. Basically, chaos ensues. It's it's not going well between them. And um, Marge isn't buying anything that Jen Aiden says. Totally. Then Rachel jumps in and she's like, You did the Jennifer same thing to me after yes. the Mozzarella party. And, you know, it's just kind of like, it, it's like a circle and they're all just kind of going at it. I don't know, I don't know why you're starting with And I got to say, Jen is, I mean, she is the common denominator of a lot of these issues. Um, but P.S. I am, I think Rachel is super cute. I think she's, you know, we're teeing her up to be a great addition, but I am going to need more of her in terms of looks. Um, Cause like jeans and a top, it just, it's not going to cut it on my screen. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. Great bod. Like you can, <laughs> that, 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 that. that's fair. I'll take that. Basically with Rachel and Jen, like Rachel says, like, I do not want to be involved. Like, this is your thing. Don't bring me into it. And then Jen's just like, I said to you, this is not for you to get involved. I'm just telling you the history. Did I not say that? Is it the history Yes. Like, okay, I don't think Rachel needs a history lesson. Do you? No, it's so dumb. And then, of course, Jen goes to her classic insult. You idiot. Oh, my God. That's always what she says. Um, but, oh, my God, I got to say, my jaw dropped on the floor when Jen said this. People badmouth me about Jesus. my terrible nose it's job. I felt bad about your terrible camera. nose job. Oh, my God. You see Jen Fessler walking by, and she heard that in her face. Like, she just was stopped in her tracks. She was like, oh, I just oh, felt bad. Oh, like, how do you say that to someone? That is <laughs> especially with how much shit jen aiden got about the nose last year like don't be coming for other people's noses girl you have no room to talk i love your self-awareness but come on do not pin that against somebody else that's your deal mm -mm. and you know rachel isn't having any of it she basically says jen aiden is not gonna have any power over me ever which 
bravo to Rachel, stand up for yourself, don't let messy Jen get to you. And of course, Jen thinks she wins the argument every time with this petty little comment. And she says, don't let the door hit you on the way out. Well, there was no door. So Jen, nice try, but you didn't get to her. I gotta say, yeah, it's like one point, Rachel. Zero points, Jen, for this one. I think so, too. So I don't know. We're going to see this feud play out. I'm honestly living for all the little feuds. The newbies are totally bringing it. They are not Mm -hmm. holding back. They are standing their ground against all of the ladies. So I'm loving it. I'm so now I'm super excited. Like I was really into this episode and I can't wait for next week. Make sure you subscribe to tune in to our weekly recap so you don't miss any of the Bravo breaking news and Jersey drama to come. See you guys next time. Bye.